Welcome to 5-Minute Answers. I'm going to try to do a podcast every Friday or Saturday once a week and try to answer an important question. And this week we're going to talk about government. We've been talking about the things you need to do to set up a good society. So what is government and what makes a good government? When does it go bad and what are the consequences? of This, this is the kind of discussion I want to answer today. What makes a good government? Well, first of all, let's define a government in its simplest form. I suppose a government is... In any community, it's the institution within that community, or maybe it's a set of institutions, an institution or set of institutions that creates and enforces the laws for that community. So why should a government exist? A government should be focused, I guess, on the good of everyone, not just some individuals. Uh, often they're not. I, and when we look at history, you see governments that really were a few people in power trying to stay in power and have a good life themselves on the backs of others. But, the, but a good government should have the laws created for the good of everyone. They do this by setting up a community where at least three things function. That's what I want to talk about, the core of this podcast. A good government has these three things. They protect these three things. They ensure these three things to the extent possible. The first one is everyone in the community. In a good government, everyone in the community needs to be generally protected. They needed to feel that they're generally protected and safe uh, physically. Safe from who? I guess safe from those who don't want the good of others, whoever they are. In some cases, they're the leaders of the government themselves who are taking from the people. If the government's bad, that's, that could be right from the people in power. Or it could be members of the society who just don't want to follow the laws, aren't interested in the good of others. They're interested in their own good, they're selfish or whatever. It might be people like that. Or, or maybe it's invading folks from another area who, who want to take over. That's the first thing. The second thing, the government needs to ensure that the people in the society can act on their own good conscience. They must have the freedom to act on their own good conscience. All members, all the members need to be free to interpret life, to act as, to worship how they feel, and to act how they see best to make themselves and the others around them happy, happy as long as they're not hurting someone else, this, this right needs to be ensured. We, we sometimes call it freedom of speech or freedom of religion. They're, they're getting at that same thing, the right to act on my conscience. How else can you create a good and moral society? If the members don't have the power to be moral, that can't happen. Not, not that everyone's going to agree on what morality is or how to act in all situations. Uh, government doesn't have the right to prescribe beliefs. That key among these freedoms, I guess, would be the right to even change government, to talk against government and work towards changing it. That's, a, that's, that's acting on your free conscience. So that's the second thing. First was uh, government needs to ensure the basic safety, physical safety of the people. They need to feel that they're safe. And second, they need to have the power to act on their own good conscience. The third thing that a government needs to ensure in a society is that the people, individual members of the society, need to have the right to own and control things, including property, probably particularly property. It does a couple of things when people have the right to own property and other things and legally own them, legally have stewardship. It does a couple of things. It spreads the power, number one. I mean, history is filled with 
dictatorship type governments where a few people had took all the land and the things and they basically made people work for them but it's just, so it spreads the power and second it allows the people this is a more subtle one but probably a more important one when you give people the right to own thing you're allowing the people to be responsible and to be moral how can you go to re be responsible if you don't have ownership it's 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 impossible what we're talking about is a situation where the entire community can have power to be good to be kind to be sharing to be ethical to be unselfish they have they're given that power if these three things are not present then a person really doesn't have power to be good at least not very very much power to be good some of the problems with government though well you have to elect agents or people need to represent the people in government and that that's a position of great power really and when folks get power they often start to want to force others to serve them which is the exact opposite of what we're talking about if you want those three things Certainly a general problem in humans, though, that when, they, when you get a little bit of power, you seem to want to abuse it and force others to do things for you or get more power or stuff like that. Ends up, and often that ends up in a dictatorship-type situation where one person gets power and they want to keep the power and they want to use it for themselves, and history is filled with that. An interesting phenomena, though, that happens when you set up a government with these three things that I'm talking about is, is you end up getting a public conscience public conscience, not one person, but kind of what we all agree on. What ethics do we agree on necessarily comes out of a government where the power is spread out like that. Well, they'll almost always decide on we want to be honest, we want to have a right to ownership, we want to respect each other's beliefs, we want to have a fair work policy, etc. When it's public, when the power is spread out to the public, it's more likely to serve the good of all. The voice of many people will almost always choose these three things that we're talking about. And they'll vote for those three things. And they'll work to have those ensured in their society. Almost always. The voice of one person, or just a few persons, they'll often choose selfishly. But an interesting problem that happens, when you, let's say you set up a good government like that and the people have power, and they are then they, with that power they choose to not do the things we've been talking about in these earlier podcasts. They, they choose to be lazy. They choose to be selfish. The majority of the people choose to not want to help each other, just selfishly, I want to please myself. Then we're headed down. That, that group is headed down, and no government can help them at all. It, it would be better to have one bad dictator. You can throw them out. But when the people have power and they choose wrong, it, it's the worst situation of all. When the power goes to the people, then the people need to act powerfully or well. The power of good must and can only come from the people. It really can only come from the masses. The government can't be looked at to force people to do anything. Not, not if it's good, not if it's bad. Governments can and do end up doing a lot of other things than what we're talking about sometimes. Well, they might do health care or welfare. or I think that's fine it, if it represents the voice of the people. It has to. So if you have a policy... This is what I'm saying. If you have a policy that you want government to fix, you're kind of looking at government to fix it, the real place to go shouldn't be to the politicians, at least not first. It should be to the people. If the people have power, it should be to the people. Talk them into your ideas. Let them see the morality of what you're doing. And then the government can reflect the will of the people second with their laws and with their enforcing of the laws. That's the process. Ideas and feelings and desires of the masses of the people first then the laws can reflect that, and it really can't work the other way around.
Essentially what I'm saying then is that a good government allows people to be good. It sets up situations where they can be good. They have the power to do it. If you want your government to be better, or if you want your, the, your community to be better, the, your country, your world to be better, then help you and the people around you be better. The real power of any community lies in the goodness or the morality of its people. It's general, everyday, ordinary, working class people. If a country's good, it's because its people are good. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Silver, this freedom I must buy.